There is a fifth dimension beyond that which resembles man. It is a dimension as vast as space, and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pits of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination, in an area which we call Elder Dragon Journey. gentlemen we're live at the yellow dragon turtle podcast this is episode 100 we finally made it and as always with me is my co-host niksha say hi niksha uh yay episode 100 we actually made it somehow uh, with all the delays all the hiatuses we made it you, you can't hear it but i'm throwing imaginary confetti around yay i'm actually super happy and hyper, hyper this thanks all the <laughs> listeners thanks to everybody that's actually been bearing us for like the last couple of years yeah we're, we're kind of sorry but not really thank you family thank you friends for putting up with us so, uh, yeah yeah uh thanks uh, wizards for providing us with free content. thanks thank you wizards for giving us zero spoiler cards it's fine it's fine thanks uh, super loyal listeners to actually send us email every no- one uh, here now whatever the term is that would basically then. be that would basically be the demon lord benzel Benz- he's the only one who actually regularly <laughs> writes his emails uh, spoiler alert he's also the only one listening I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> sometimes Mate and Buchin and maybe Robbie listen to it. Sometimes. Fair enough. Also, big shout out to people on the of, now official Alesha Discord. They might listen to this. Uh, hi, people from the official Alesha Discord. Yay. They're, they're actually cool. I've been talking to them for the last couple of days. They're actually cool guys. We've been brewing stupid uh, kinds of how to play with Alesha, like Storm and Bad Gifts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because you can give them uh, that uh, immortality coil and things like that. Here, keep it. It's fine. Um. Uh. So yeah, we've been off for quite some time because I had a vacation, and I wasn't going to podcast on my vacation. Screw you guys. Yep. And at some point, I'll probably have a vacation. Then I won't podcast. Womp womp. I guess. But maybe depending on what you do, because I was at the seaside, so I actually couldn't. Uh, did, I didn't have the equipment and all. Yeah, I'll probably be at home. And I'll be like able, but will I? Will I though? You'll be bored one evening. We will. Sure. The, the, that's how <laughs> that's how this whole podcast started. So why not? Basically, <laughs> it was me yelling at you in our local game shop, Niksha. When do we make a podcast? And you were like, next week. And I was like, fine, fine. Yes, yeah, so th- that was the whole. That's how. Like, uh, there are probably some podcasts that are long lasting, and they have some really interesting story how they started. And ours, ours is like. You came to me and next one, where are we going to do a damn podcast? Well, and then, and we, then did. we just went. And then a couple of murdered episodes later. Uh, that oh, speaking of murdered. Yes. We That's kind of the sta- state of our um, live game recordings. Oh, super murdered. Like, not not only just murdered, but chopped into pieces and fed to the, like, and fell to ear- ill heart. Yeah, we need, like, a new camera or something. It's not the. It's not so much uh, the cast fault, but our the when we were recording at your place. Yeah. The sun was like, yeah, I'm gonna be behind the cloud now. Uh, peekaboo, I'm not, and the lighting was just going, you know. Well, in that whoa, case, we can just whoa, go whoa. to the local bar where we play and ask them, can we actually have the this place for us for like a couple of hours to record? A uh, proper holder for our camp. I think they should have those. Or we can do like 
um, we get some of those GoPro-like cameras, not GoPro because they're expensive heck. This is a question. Um, I have one and we can like time around our neck and then record in first person or tie it uh, around our forehead and do like a first person recording. Make sure that that sound like a nightmare to it. And also nightmare to watch, honestly. You know how much your head moves when you're actually just doing stuff? I, yeah, okay. So instead of that, we're going to put the cam on a chicken and put that chicken on our head. That honestly, way we have a natural stabilization. We just have to get the chicken to focus on the game. Oh, that's gonna be easy. Any? did you have a Commander of the Week, Nick? I believe I do. Uh, oh my god. So I've been playing quite a bit of... Oh, everything and i must mm-hmm. say that i'm actually kind of uh, okay with golos being my new knt commander uh i'm still playing knt in the deck because you know, secret commander and of course i'm gonna get to assemble times let me assemble for some reason and it's like it's just seven colorless mana it's like what are you gonna surprise surprise it's a seven mana it's seven colorless mana yeah and then suddenly here comes a seven mana missing oh my god Nezahal for people who are not initiated. And then Neza and then somebody else plays a notion thief and then Nezahal draws people cards. Uh yeah, that would be me. If yeah. I remember our last game. I still didn't win it. How did that that god awful game actually end? Um Kiki Somebody combo. Com- oh yeah, okay, good. Because that was a miserable game it was like five of us. Kickers uh, tried to combo off three times. Yep. And we spent all our like all of our resources to stop him. And then I was like, okay, kick. Uh, but you were speaking, we mentioned a secret commander, right? Yes. Don't you, ha- don't you have a deck with a secret commander? Uh, yeah, I actually have a deck with a commander that also has a secret partner with another commander that also has a secret partner with. So, I've been making a Saskia, and the theme of the Saskia deck isn't really that much based on things. No, you weren't, you weren't making a Saskia deck, you were playing a Sans Blue deck. I'm playing that a Sans Blue deck, have a yeah. And I picked her because, like, because Tess has yeah, and then when we play together, then she won't name me. <laughs> and we can both name one person, so that person extra dies. Uh, but the real commanders are... So, first one is Karador, because Karador is my... Uh, but every time I tried playing, or started making him, I was like, I'd just rather play, you know, um, Golos. Mm-hmm. Because just as a value deck, it just it's more fun because I have five colors, so a, a lot of legendary. Yep. And in here, I was like, okay, what would make Carador better? And I was like looking. Oh wait, this Chainer also plays cards from the graveyard. Huh. He also puts cards in the graveyard. He's red. Damn it. Okay. I mean, if you play the sense blue. So I decided him. to make a Sans Blue deck, and they're the secret commanders. I mean, I also put in a lot of other secret commanders, like um, Rurik Primal Star. Surge? <laughs> like Primal Surge? <laughs> a primal, of course. It's a Primal <laughs> Surge deck. Why would it be the secret commander. Primal. It's still a 99-card combo Sans Blue. I also have other commanders, like uh, Strictly Worst Alesha. Nice. Uh, I also... Uh, I, I actually don't still don't have uh the, the the new chainer but i do have marisi breaker of the coil on the uh, yeah test project one right because i want to kind of go more alongside a combat oriented route mm-hmm. with the deck 
So Yasuskia can stay the commander? Do you do you have an extra Saskia, an Saskia Sissi uh, lying around? The original one. I only have one. Do you want me to loan you one? Because I'm not using it. Well, I'm using it in. Uh... No, 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 no. I'm saying. I know. I, 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 I'm using it. It. I'm using it in Selvala, but it doesn't actually fetch that much stuff. So I might just. I think that would be it. a smart idea because you have a bunch of legends you actually want to play. Yeah, but Mayhem Devil isn't a legendary. You can have other two. Can't I have Primal Sir? Uh, d uh, how much are Mayhem Devils mana wise? Uh, you can play the the that beast that gets your creature with. It actually I, it gets a green creature. Oh god. Uh, uh, but what I did learn when I was Goldfish is that you can play Rurik Thar, mm -hmm. and you put out a Vilis. <laughs> Suddenly. Your um, what what are they called? Your not signets, but the other thing, talismans. Talismans. Suddenly so you play a talisman and you draw six cards. Uh, when it's my commander, the week remind me to speak about Willis a bit. Um, so talismans draw six cards when you play them, and then you tap them for mana and you draw a card. So you got a full hand. Super value. Um, yeah, those are pretty much. Uh, oh yeah, Gave Guru of Spores. Do you have any combos with him? No. You should just because it's Gabe and he does all the. I mean, I might have. I'm. I'm not really checking. You but don't know it yet, but it's gonna happen. Do know that I have murderous red cap in the, so I can yes. combo with. Him. And what's particularly fun, you can stack up your hand with Villis and then play Thought Gorger, discard mm -hmm. your hand, so your Glinthor Buccaneer can deal a lot of damage. Make sure you're just playing Alesha. Are we just playing Alesha right now? Well, no, because Alesha doesn't have a Carador in. I mean, you, you're doing all the things my Alesha deck uh, did in the last couple of years. Yeah, but I'm making it purposefully to be like on a, let's say, precon level. But, you know, the good precon from before. So it's not super consistent. I don't actually have my commanders out that often mm -hmm. because, you mm -hmm. know, they're part of the 99 and I don't have any tutors because Primal Service. But I do have that 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 lich guy from War of the Spork, the the one that returns a creature or a plane poker that didn't die that turn. Uh, the uh, the Golgari one, right? Yeah, I don't know Sevarkino his name because he's on something. in Japanese. Also, he's not important because he's not one of the OG characters from Ravnica. Yeah, but he gets your commanders out of your graveyard. Because, yeah, sure, know. but he's a tool in both senses. But hey, hey. got him, got him. Also, um, I play Yawgmoth because I can. Why not? Honestly, that's a good enough a reason. I can. I'll play him. Sack outlet, so it works with uh, Mayhem Devil. Oh, there's a combo with Gabe. Mayhem Devil. There. There you go. Um. So yeah. Uh. And I played with it, and it doesn't seem that. Uh, it's not oppressive. It's not super powerful. It's just you know, kind of you know, deeply constructed. It can have some bonkers openings like. Playing a Tinder wall, sacking a Tinder wall to play a Renegade Rallyer that brings mm. back the Tinder wall. Uh, that, ha that happened that one game, right? Yeah. That we were playing. And I then you use that the Tinder wall to get uh, out the Sword of Sinuin. You equip mm -hmm. that Sword of Sinuin, your guy, and you hit someone that doesn't have any blockers, so you can kill some other person's um, Phyrexian Alter and Garrick. No, no, no. You used the, the Sword of uh, Sinuin Steel to kill Tess. You killed her that game with that. <laughs> uh, she was still in the game, she was drawing cards, but you actually killed her. I mean, 
there was a pretty obvious sword of, you know, killing artifacts and planeswalkers, and she decided to play an artifact and a planeswalker, right? Uh, in her defense, she played the Phyrexian, uh, Ultra, I think, turn before. It's just a... Sucks to be her. Actually, it turns out it didn't suck to be her, but we'll get to that later. Okay, so those were... Stop with those as my commanders. So, oh yeah, one thing we also learned. Um, Selvala... The green, the sele, the green white Silvala. That bitch. Is a lot better when there are more than four people in the. Oh, we learned that. The, <laughs> the more people, the more, the more merrier. You mean the more group hug you can be? Yeah. If, if by group hug you all think of ways to horribly murder me, yeah. Of course we, because you tap. I'll tap couple lands. A uh, huge draw. Void winner. Oh, okay. So none of us can win now. Oh, None the best of us thing can about... actually play now. But no, no, okay. you're forgetting the best thing about that Void Winner. Oh yeah, Jite. Yeah, he had a jit on him. <laughs> because that was completely necessary. Honestly, it didn't change the power level of Jite in any shape or form. It was still broken as hell. But yeah. So my commander of the week, I guess. Uh, wait just a second. Uh, my commander of the week. Uh, let's go first with the usual, the Alesha, because uh, I did one smart thing, by the way. Uh, before the, the C19 tournament, I had a couple of cards I wanted to get in. I just gave my deck to Robbie and I was like, here, Robbie, I want these cards in. And then he legitimately spent next 20 minutes thinking, what three cards can he can he put in the deck? Yeah, he really he really uh, wants other people to be as competitive as they can. Uh, this is running with this first her idea too. Uh, she uses people first. She's an abuser. Nice. But yeah, the point is, I gave him that, he spent next actual agonizing 20 minutes, what three cards to put in, what to put out, and now we have a bit of more so of a solid list. The number of stacks piece fell from like 24 to 18, but now the deck is a bit more reliable, and I managed to get all the talismans they needed for the deck. Mm -hmm. And that's actually... Plus, uh, the thing, uh, when you mentioned Villas, I got him yesterday in the tournament, I managed to trade up. Uh... And a fun thing happened today. I draw a card on my first turn. It's Entomb. I look at my open hand. I already had Reanimate. I was like, hmm. Turn two. Cast Willis. Entomb Willis. Cast Reanimate. And then the game went... You can imagine how well it was. Yeah. It was, in... go it went, um, it was going good for you? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in love with Willis. Willis is... A he does all the things I want, and that's really nice. Uh, also, uh... Uh, I ended up in the turn, uh, tournament, I think, in 8th spot. So I managed to pick uh, a single thing from that. those... Uh, what's the name of those boosts? Well, promo. Ah, promo packs. Okay, sure. And I opened the Corpse Knight. And uh, our group chat told me I should get uh, Zula per Cutthroat, right? For the mm -hmm. the combos. I was like, but I'll put this instead. For the time being, because I don't have an extra Cutthroat. Today I was playing against Tess with this. And without comboing off, he randomly took like... 12 life. Also, a thing uh, I managed to trade also for, which I'm super happy, is the Dockside ex Extortionist. I was like, oh, I'll have to spend so much money on him. I know a guy who was playing Jeskai, he's a new player. Shout out to him. Uh, we played the last game together, and after that, I gave him a bunch of uh, good blue cards, things like Counterspell, Brainstorm, etc., etc., to start him off, because this is his first commander deck. And these decks are kind of atrocious to give to actual starting commander person. So actually, uh, helped him up, uh, gave him a bunch of cards and some money on the side. So I have this, and I'm super happy with the deck. And uh, want to move to the Commander 19, uh, the, the the deck, uh, not the deck, the the tournament discussion. 
Yeah, so that was your, well, basically your second call. Yeah, uh, so I actually played in the Commander event. You were there just judging, slash being the TO. Uh, the tournament was rather wonky because uh, all of the Ragdoss decks got sold out beforehand. The shop didn't reserve them, mm -hmm. but that's okay. There was exactly one Ragdoss deck around, and some guy got to play it, so that's nice. Uh, but there was a bunch of Naya going around. And that was maybe the bane of the tournament, because the tournament structure was nice, but it was a one-hour round. Yeah, and with the pre-cons. Uh, a, it's real difficult to end the game in an hour. And B, uh, what was a bigger problem in my mind is that uh, Celestia, not Celestia, the Naya deck, it has a bunch of life gain. And when it came to last couple of turns, when the turns ended, the person with the highest life total would win the game, right? Well, you see, the problem is... Uh, so a bunch of games actually stalled out, and then people would turtle up the last couple of turns and, you know. So, uh, game number one, uh, Buhin, aka Daddy, from our playgroup, to call him that because it's funny. Uh, Tess and I, because we were in the uh, one after another enrolled in the uh, registration, got to play one another because, of course. Uh, Tess managed to win that one, I was uh, third, Buhin was second, and the f some other guy was second game. Because uh, we came to the last couple of turns, right? And then the game whose last turn it was had an opportunity to fucking king make. And he decided to make himself second because he couldn't have won. The guy left to me was the first and I ended up third again. So I was like, god damn it, I won't get to get any prizes. And I was a bit frustrated, but fine. Last game. Finally, no Naya. It was Sultai, Sultai, Sultai and Jeskai. The game uh, was one of the slowest and saddest games we all played in Commander. Every, uh, three of us had a bunch of morphs. Uh, the guy with Jeskai had uh, Zatalpa. And we were basically just staring at each other for a good amount of time, making all the jokes. It was actually fun just to hang out with the guys. And then the last turn comes. Uh, guy looks at, the Jeskai guy looks at his hand. Uh, two Sultai decks besi besides me were at like sub-20 life total. Mm -hmm. I was at, I was at uh, 36. The guy who played Jeskai was on 40. He looks at everybody, he's like, okay, I'll do it like this. Cast Devil's Play from Graveyard, kills both of the Sultai players besides me, and he's like, okay, I'm at 40, your turn go. I look at my field, I have more creatures than he does. Wing? Because that was the last turn. So wing with everybody, and he looks, oh yeah, sure. But one of the funniest turns was, uh, you know the ape monkey from the, the ape snake from the precon. The what now? The ape snake uh, from uh, Sultai oh, yeah. Precon. The guy, one who manifests. Mm -hmm. So, uh, guy has it in play. But he also has the Volarat in play. On his uh, beginning combat, he puts uh, minus one minus counter on that guy. And then copies it with, with Volarat. Which prompts both of us Sultai players also to, you know, copy the the guy. He passes turn to Jeskai guy. Jeskai guy looks at his deck. First, one guy grabs one guy. I grab another guy. Third guy grabs two two cards from the his library. And then he sheepishly asked, can I draw my card now? <laughs> we were like, okay. Well, it's like, no, it's our deck now. Basically. <laughs> and then uh, the Sultai guy immediately killed, killed him because he had to. But it was a silly game and... Oh yeah, and there were, there were situations since the rule for the tournament is that you can play up to three legendary in yep. your command zone. Like, as though they had partner. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that a lot of Jeskai and Jeskai matchups would end up with one player playing the wall saying left, <laughs> the other player playing the wall saying right, and now nobody can attack. And then the Naya player just gained. Yeah. So it's like, that was awkward. Uh, 
I actually enjoyed the last game most not because I won, but because actually there was no Naya to actually gain old life. There was actually things happened. This was the only game where the game ended with all three players losing and one player winning mm -hmm. properly. Sheesh. You would think that Naya Dex would be more aggressive and actually kill everybody. But in and by the way, first game, I could have won the game easily. I have the 1010 uh, dinosaur. By the way, he's really good in Let's Call It Sealed. He came into play, murdered all the things, and stayed alive. By the way, that's the secret of playing. I saw some people playing him and just killing all the things and then letting him die. Not how you play it, actually. But my plan was to have the 1010, have a couple of morphs, a couple of creatures, and then just play overwhelming stampede and attack. I had enough mana, by the way, to even pump uh, everybody to be huge with uh, whatever that instant is from Ravnica. That makes all of you guys... Biomass mutation? Yes. And then casting uh, overwhelming stampede. Because I was like, uh, it's Bukinstern, and I'm like, I I might actually kill you next turn. He's like, oh, okay, cast... Actually, no, I didn't say it. He first casted the destroyed creatures, and then I was like, I could have killed you next turn. This is like, how? Because we're all third life. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> how? And then I showed him, she's like, yeah, makes sense. Overall, I had fun. Uh, decks are really fun to play one against another. Decks are not well made. Yeah, the only deck that was actually well made is um, the Naya one, but we'll get on that part actually, later. Actually, let's get right now. Let's get right now, because I'm done with the tournament. Oh, tournament okay, was so fun. It was great to play with a bunch of guys I knew. It was great to crack jokes, to play the decks, because they're actually fun to play one against another. But. But. Here's the problem. This is what I've been... I've been pondering about these decks. I've been looking at the deck lists. So, ignoring the fact that they have lockets instead of... Mm -hmm. And a whole bunch of tap lands. I'm not ignoring that. We'll talk about it. But let's ignore that fact for now. So, they're all based on... Well... I would call them support mechanics. Um, mm -hmm. Populate mm -hmm. is a support mechanic. Madness, it's it's really a you it's know. It's a limited mechanic. It's, it's a limited a, mechanic. Yeah, Not because way to say it. because um, your primary mechan your primary strategy is like graveyard shenanigans or discard shenanigans, mm -hmm. and you use madness to empower that strategy. You have uh, Solte, which uses morphs, and with morphs you play like. You can play things that uh, cheapen your creatures or that buff colorless creatures. Yep. So you're uh, also you don't have to play many things on your turn because you can use everybody else's turn. Yeah. So, so you you you're being sneaky. Yeah, but morphs aren't your primary strategy. They're just there to empower your main strategy, which is like control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we have what. What is that? Flashback. Oh, flashback. flashback. Yeah. Uh, again, it's not a mechanic you build around. You build around having powerful spells and using powerful spells with flashback, but you, like, you're a spell slinger. So yep. it's not a flashback deck, it's a spell slinger deck, but flashback cards are really good support in that deck. Mm -hmm. So what happened was they made decks that use a supporting mechanic, but they kind of forgot to actually make cards that pay off of that so they didn't make a lot new a lot of new exciting madness cards they didn't make a lot of new exciting morph cards hell they didn't even include morph cards like those 1313 gargantuan beast that you play for free and then morph for like honestly you know what's the card i actually wanted to see just because of a joke the scornful egotist seven and a blue it's a one one but it has a morph of a one blue 
Oh yeah, uh, the mm -hmm. that card is a meme in Magic community, and honestly, if they put that in deck, I wouldn't even grudge it. <laughs> I would laugh, and it would be funny, and it would be super funny to have somebody waste the move on that and just flip it just to flip them off. I would love that. But uh, keep on your, with your point. Yeah. Also, also, not nothing to laugh about when you have a birthing pot on the. Imagine if they put... Why didn't they actually put a birthing pot? We'll get to that uh, also another point late, for later. Yeah. So This is the whole discussion. So Why they made they? this flashback deck, this madness deck, and this... Uh, uh This the morph. morph deck. Around a supporting mechanic without actually making payoff cards that... Yep. That, uh, that greatly benefit from these mechanics. But then we get to Naya. If you look at Populate... Populate sucks populate as a mechanic does nothing so what do you need to make populate work you need good token produce so instead of filling the deck with populate cards i mean they still have populate cards but you need payoff cards for your populate to work it just doesn't work any other way so you put in cards like thragtus thragtus is a really good card on its own it gives life it gives a body when it leaves the battlefield. Not when it dies, but when it leaves. Angel of Sanction, a decent card. It, it's a removal, and then it becomes mm -hmm. a token that's a removal. And you can copy the token. Dragon Master Outcasts, Outcast, it makes dragons. Felden of the Third Path, it makes tokens. Uh, Giant Edifage, it makes tokens. And smacks people in the face. Yes. Uh, for a bunch. Um... Uh, Heartpierce Semanticore, Rampaging Bellos, uh, what else? Well, basically, those are the cards you... There's a bunch, there's bunch of them. Those are the main cards, like, these make tokens, but none of them have Populate. So now, support those cards by using Populate, with your commander being the prime source. And it's like, okay, I put out my uh, Giant Edifage, I get a, uh, get a token with Giant Edifage, and now my commander makes giant edifages. Hey. And it, it just works like that. So that's why, for me, Naya is the best constructed deck of them all. Because it just works. All of the deck is self-synergistic with itself. Everything helps you uh, fuel your tokens. And everything works without the popular triggers. Mm -hmm. That's why one of the worst cards in the deck, for me... Is like a Song of the World Soul, the six mana enchantment that says whenever you cast a spell, populate. It's like, mm -hmm. no, you no, it's just no. This is not the kind of deck you want. Your Song of the World Soul, World Soul, Song of the World Soul. I would rather put in Jeskai. Uh, so, Jeskai, and you have something like Monastery Mentor. Not just Monastery Mentor. No, no, but, but but imagine that. Or Young Peasy or something like that. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about that, but in another way. You make a, co a token copy of those, and then you begin populating. Yes. So you get yes. a lot of Monastery Mentors. Yes. And then it gets crazy. It gets really crazy then. So Song of the World Soul is like, it's not a populate. <laughs> it's not a populate card. It's a spell sling card. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay, now that we have actually discovered that these decks are not well made because they focus not enough on... With Morph, I would like to say. Uh, Morph, you can't actually... You can't uh, focus on many things to actually you know have much more support. But you know what you can do? Add more Morphs into the deck. 
Yeah, I mean, your commander draws a card for each yes. morph card. Uh, we will, uh, I would notice that, but I wasn't drawing enough morphs in on the pre-release. And if they gave me more morphs, that be the solution. Because uh, one of the their arguments, uh, what they think we're coming to, is, uh, but we added these three commanders so, you know, you can support different uh, playstyles and different experiences each time you, you know, change the commander for this deck. If you don't change anything in it, right? That does make sense, but... But uh, it would make sense if the commanders did sim... If... Volrath uh, can actually stay, let's say, for the... Let's focus on the morph de deck. Volrath uh, could stay. You wouldn't get that ma match, a massive stupid benefit from, you know... From the the morphs, but uh, Volodat can copy. Let's say then uh, uh, what's the name of the mo mother? Then something. The one with Megamorph, right? Uh, then pro. And then protector, yes. Uh, he can copy her when she Megamorphs, and then kill people. Because guess what? He's he can be blocked now. Oh yeah. I had that actually in a couple of games. Just him smacking, because that's a creature with a counter. That deck can still support him, but the third commander. What the hell? The third, the third commander is actually a huge numbo with the deck. Yes, you have so many dice triggers, uh, things on them protector returning things from the graveyard. You have them protector. You have, you have the one that when a non-token creature dies, you draw a draw card. card. It doesn't this. work with that guy. Yeah. It's like why is he there? It's like that that commander just makes no nope. whatsoever. He was there. Just so that it's a green vampire, I guess. Who cares? He can't call infect. Uh, he's not relevant. The thing I saw, by the way, with the all the solo pairs, they had him in the command zone. You know why? So, so they wouldn't draw him. Yeah, so he can just stay forgotten where he's supposed to. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you... I mean, the thing is obvious. Just add more morphs, I think, for the morph deck. And make a couple of new ones. A couple of new cool morphs, not just one. I think they did just one, right? Um, the Cadena Silencer. I mean, like, I think they made one as well. Um, yeah, they had to expand upon the morph pool, but uh, they also have a response to that. And that is? And that is, they didn't want to make more new morphs, because morph as a mechanic is confusing to new players. Okay, but then why are we making? Why the, are we making? And they didn't want deck? to, like, make people not want to play the deck because it's confusing. I mean... There are three other decks. If people don't want to play their deck, they don't care why they want, don't want to play the deck. They'll pick another. Also, uh, when we're on this topic, people uh, have complained why we don't have more morphs. And then they said, uh, we want to, you know, support different playstyles besides morph, right? And that's fair enough. But when you see when you, you see Cadena in the, on the box, guess what you're actually thinking? And not just when you see Cadena on the box. So... The logic was, well, when we first got the commanders, the logic was, okay, you got three commanders inside, and you got three oversized cards. And you look at the oversized cards, and you're like, oh, 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 I can play, like, I can just swap them out, use something else. And that was like, that was a way to show players uh, what cards can be your commanders. And these newer decks... I think it's from uh, Atraxa and uh, after. Onward? Or was it even before? I think it's from Atraxa, it, it wasn't like that before. I think it was from uh, Experience Counters. Oh no, C15 then. Yeah, I think it was from them. From there. They included one face commander oversized card. 
Because why? Because that's the face commander they want you to play. So when you're a new player, uh, a completely new player, you don't know about those uh, other commanders. You see Cadena, you open the box, oversized Cadena. You immediately detect the deck, you remove Cadena because it's obvious for commander. You see another legendary creature, who cares? There, There isn't an oversized card of it, so obviously also, not a commander. Also, the card Cadena mentions morphs, right? Yes. And you're going through the deck and you're like, oh, I have a bunch of morphs, so I'm supposed to play morphs. I mean, sure, they want it to be upgradable, mm -hmm. but if you want your deck to be upgradable, you don't go with such narrow or strategies. Or, if, if you go if you go with such narrow strategies, uh, focusing zero in, actually expand the strategy. Yeah, actually put Ixidor inside, and actually yes. put the card that reduces uh, morphs by one. Uh, Dream Chisel. Dream Chisel. Don't say that they are too like Dream Chisel is often like a worse mana rock. It's it's not. You're playing a morph deck. It's not a worse mana rock. It's there to support your morph deck. Ixidor. He's an another. Uh, counter argument to why Ixidor wasn't it and this is from there's the from wizards themselves well, one, of the, one of the guys making this is that Ixidor made it too confusing because huh. he gave plus one plus one to morphs so, so, so in combat if you morph them they would have lesser stats and then they would die and that's okay, Nisha, like may I ask you one thing uh what do you think that the uh, people making the commander deck how experienced do they think that commander players are with the game because either A, they're a completely new players, so we can't actually put anything complex in the commander decks. And I think that most people don't start the game learning how to play through commander. I don't think that's how it goes. It's not, it's not how it goes. Except if, if, unless you test. Or B, they're actually experienced players who want to play a bit differently. And if they're a bit more experienced players... Or, 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 they're not experienced players, they're like standard players, and then they saw their friends some other people playing commander it was like wow this is this seems cool i'm most likely their friends because a lot of people start playing commander with that and that's yes. okay and if they don't if they can't pick up the things like that you need to learn the basic thing, uh, rules of the game like this because uh if this is confusing to them a uh, bane of living is also be going to be confusing which is in the deck uh not just that but the whole point of Ixidor messing up combat calculations it's completely like... In the spirit of the deck? No, 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 no. It just doesn't work because the deck's con because the deck itself has secret plans that gives mm -hmm. plus, plus O plus 1. Yep. Which messes up combat math. Yep. Also, Ixidor is really good because he can turn your guy's face up for... Yes. Imagine if they, instead of the angel, uh, instead of the vampire, gave us a new Ixidor. Perhaps, yes. Who... who it cared about morphs in a different way. That would be nice. Or we actually got some new cards that focus around morphs, damn it. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna say I'm super disappointed with the morph decks. Deck, I like the deck, honestly. I'm upgrading it as we speak, literally. I'm sleeving things and all that. Uh -huh. I like the deck, but it needs so much actual upgrading, and that's not a problem for me. Yeah. And, and, and this is where we're coming to my biggest gripe with this set. It's advertised as a deck for beginners, right? Uh, how much does a beginner need to actually spend to upgrade this deck? Well, actually a fair amount. And not just spending a lot of money. You, you can go buy with budget upgrades. Mm -hmm. well, but let's not focus on, you know, us playing CDH decks. Ignore that. 
I'm not focusing on that. Because mm -hmm. we're talking about a new player. But you're a new player, but you want to play with your buddies who've been playing Commander for a while. And they're not playing super optimized decks, but still most of their lands do not come into play tapped. They have some idea what uh, mana curve is. They have a bit focused decks on what decks actually want to do. So, you know, how much do you need to upgrade to get to that there? And another thing they have, a lot of older cards. Mm -hmm. A lot of them. Because if they're, like, playing for a while, they're going to have a lot of, like, cards that aren't from newer sets, but from older sets that work well with the deck. Mm -hmm. And these decks just... They don't deliver those cards. Well, I mean, none of them have Signet. Uh, we were talking, we went uh, to Burgers after the tournament. We actually talked that I wouldn't recommend this to a new player. Because they can't actually get into Commander properly. I get, came into Commander with the release of the first Commander product. With the Mimeoplasm. And that actually had a bunch of... Uh, they, it has Signets. It had Signets. All of the, all of yes. the, all of the decks uh, until now had Signets because they didn't print lockets before. They, it had okay mana base. There was a bunch of things that came into play tab. It had bounce land, but it was an okay deck to start playing. I was playing against uh, a bit with you in Zagreb, and it still wasn't you know fighting properly most of the decks because it wasn't focused. It went three separate ways, but still it was you know uh, on a good day if I had my cards just right, I could actually beat you guys. That was okay. This is honey. What is he doing? That's why that's why I was hoping for including inclusion of Brian Elemental in the deck. To give you a way to actually win. To show that, you know, morphs have... If they're tricky enough, they can actually win. Because that's a really tricky play to do. But here we are. Here we are with um six mana single target removal. Mm -hmm. And could they stop printing Hex? Stop. Just stop. Like... Because they're... Uh, if they they, if they're thinking about new players... Like, okay, Hex destroys six target creatures. And like, cool, it destroys six of their creatures. And like... There are four creatures in play. Your opponent has four creatures in play. You have two. Yep. And it's like, okay, I use Hex to destroy four of your creatures. No, 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 no. You need six targets. And it's like, why would I kill Nixon, my... Wanna hear a cool stuff. print? Cool ripping that I could have printed? Damn. No, 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 no. I'm not going with money cards. Damn. Actu no, no, no. Actual, casual, not expensive card. Because let's uh, let's pretend that, you know, we care about secondary market, but we don't, of course. Uh, you know what's a good card to reprint? Crux of Fate. Damn. No, no. Just go with the more casual. Crux of Fate. Works. Yeah, Crux of Fate does work. And you know where Crux of Fate <coughs> is from? It's from Tarkir. And the whole deck is from Basically, Tarkir. Dominaria slash Tarkir. They like... could have actually done better work. Uh, and this isn't me, because a bunch of criticism was, Oh, what do you want him to do? Print uh, thousands of dollars of worth in decks? No. I would like to have the star starting commander players the same good experience I had when I started to play the game. And uh, and and the thing about printing money cards, like we're not expecting money cards in the range no. of hundred to a thousand dollars. We're expecting something from money cards. The, the the idea of the deck is not to for us Shower to buy you. it yeah. and for us to sell it and earn money. For us to get expensive cards more easily mm -hmm. to in to bring those expensive cards into the hands of the players because people buying these decks are preferably players that want to play so giving them like let's say oh i don't know parallel lives yep. which is a, which is an expensive card it's really not a big deal like especially Any when they when especially 
when they said that they're improving the reprints but raising the prices. They raised the prices of the decks twice and reprints have not gotten any better. Mm-hmm. It's better than last year, but it's not a high swing now, is it? Well, the thing is about last year is that, uh, you know, Enchantress's presence. Yeah. It kind of overshadows this year's reprint. Uh, biggest, uh, to me, reprint is the Silver Muse. That's the most uh, commander. Yeah, and you, uh, Okay, so let's take Seedborn Muse, for example. It's now worth a couple of bucks. Like, yeah. two, three dollars. Good, good. But that's the kind of cards we want to see reprinted. Cards yeah. that are old, that are hard to find locally, that people might not even know about, that uh, are actually commander staples you that you what? keep after you disassemble the deck and make a new one. You know what's an okay reprint they did? Uh, the Signet Lands, like Dark World of Catacombs, things like that. It's not the best thing you could be playing, but uh, the land, it's okay. Wait, what kind of... Uh, the land that the you have to pay one and tap and get uh, Oh, the cheap colors. filters. Yes, I mean, they're fine. But again, they're fine, but what's the problem with putting actual an actual filter land? Uh, that, uh, they did put a couple of, uh, sh- uh, not shock lands, uh, dual lands. The, what do we call they the They put lands? the tango lands. Tango lands, yeah. And they put a few pain lands. It's also, like... they, they didn't put all the, in all the decks, the, the tango lands. Of course not. And they didn't put pain lands in all the decks, because why nope. would they? It's because, like, just, yeah. just put in pain lands. People will... Easy. Like, they're not expensive. They're not money cards. Yeah, but they are staples. They're good. There's a bunch of... There's like a lot of cards that are staples in Commander. Like, let's say, Trostani Celestia's voice. A really good reprint. Mm-hmm. Also, it we has did. the amazing new art. I yes. Mean, the old art is also amazing. But this one is... Yeah. Emara Tandris, not really a staple, okay? Not even, uh, especially first, not in Token Day. Second, uh, do you need to remind us of the tragedy that is, you know, the tragedy of Dart uh, Tandris? Uh, for people who are not in the know, by the way, you know the card Voice of Resurgence, Niksha? A pretty good card, a staple of green-white decks in Modern and things like that, right? In cubes. Yes. That was supposed to be Emara Tandris. But, wow. because that's a, that's, a, that's a mythic, and the rest of the cycle was rare, uh, they have switched uh, Voice of Resurgence and Amara Tandris because did you ask yourself why is Amara Tandris a 5-7? And why is the Voice of Resurgence art looks huge but it's a 2-2? Wow, I never That's really it. thought about that. Uh, that was actually confirmed. This is, isn't me spouting conspiracy theories, by the way. This is legit confirmed of Wizards. Honestly, if you ask me, you, they should have just went, you know, okay, Amara is mythic, everything else isn't. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they did that with the, in the first Return to Ravnica, where Niv-Mizzet was an actual guild leader, but was not Niv. I don't know. And like, they, didn't, they, didn't need to, they didn't need to remind us that this was a thing that happened. One thing I will take to Amara Tandris, in uh, this, let's call it, sealed uh, commander, she's a really good threat. She's a 5-7. That also has an ability that often actually turned out to be you. When your 4-4s came crashing in... But overall, not a good card. Not a thing you need to reprint. Yeah, so, also, also, we were making a joke about them putting Tybalt in the Madness deck. Why not? It's Tybalt. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't. And I was, like, thinking, well, 
Null would be an amazing reprint for the for the uh, madness deck. An hmm? actual blast of rent. What? Sarka and the Fireblood. Oh my god, yes! Sarka and the Fireblood, he is a newer card, but we already saw that they have no problem putting newer cards in the... No problem at all! No problem at all. They have War of the Spark cards in the... Mm-hmm. Actually, not War of the Spark, but Ravnica and Dominaria. They do have some... I think they do. I think oh, so. I... Anywho. They have Lockets, okay. Um, And they put in... So, Sarka and Fireblood fuels the deck... Perfect. He gives mana. Actually, only his first ability is for the deck. He has a de- an ability that gives mana for dragons, and you don't actually have dragons in the deck, so it's kind of But then put couple put couple dragons in the deck. Yeah, sure. But then they put in Obnixilus. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against Obnixilus. He, he is a he is a pretty okay reprint, but not not here. Obnixilus. If anywhere, he should have been in the, in the morphs. Mm, yeah. Because he does what morphs want. Because he does what that one deck wants it to do. He draws cards mm-hmm. and kills creatures. Firstly, the draws card part. Yep, While I like Madness, okay, know. he draws cards, but you want to be discarding him as well, right? Tybalt so, would have been perfect. Tybalt would actually have been a perfect reprint. Finally, I mean, it would be a, a time to use him. It would be super funny. It would be a complete. Me- but why not? To not thank the price of the... I sure, said and everybody sure. laughed. Let's go with I said and everybody laughed. I think you actually hold the biggest amount of tables in the world. Currently. <laughs> Soon to be nine. There. You're actually yes, holding like 50% of the population of tables in the world. <laughs> Congrats. The other people just put them somewhere and forgot they own. I like a... Uh, a fud- fudding happened in the basement. They're like, "Oh no, my car!" Oh, it was Tybalt. Fine. Cool. <laughs> I was afraid. Luckily, Tybalt took in the blow, and the rest of my cards are nice. Thank you, Tybalt. Um, also, there are a lot of like uh, arguments why they didn't put in good reprints, and that is about because of reprint equity or something like that. Uh, we. I, but I, you see, you see, better. reprint equity works like. Okay, they can't put that many good reprints here, so they can put more good reprints down the line. Okay, I get that. But they messed up the part where they put in some good reprints here and hold the others down the line. You see, there are no good reprints here. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, when Lightning Greaves is in the top five best reprints of the set, there's a problem. Yep. Okay, we have a problem. I don't know. I was super hyped for this set. I'm a bit less happy. I'm still going to be happy with my morph deck. Don't get me wrong. But that's because I like to play weird stuff. Not as weird as you do, but still weird. And, and again, um, we talked about uh, last time. Uh, wow, that was... We only had the Soltai Commanders. We yep. said that those were, like, lackluster. And this year, there are a couple of cool ones. I mean, Cadena, definitely cool. Uh, uh, Jessica has cool commanders, like, at least the two of them. Savine and uh, whatever the the, the Jin's name is. The wall I'm meh about. Oh, the wall? I'm in love with that wall, but for all the wrong reasons. Like, I like the wall because it reminds me of Ramiel, the fourth thing, the fourth thing. Yeah, that's not the reason why you want to like the card. Yeah, that's the like the sole reason I want that card and why I like that. Uh, Ragdos has actually the best command. Yeah, they're actually... All three of them, if you get any of them, you're like, yeah, cool. Anya is honestly most like cluster, but apparently she has a CDH build, hmm. and it's super cheap. 
So if anybody wants to actually have a ticket to start playing CDH, that might be a good way to go. So in the end it turns out that Soltai just got the short end of the stick when making super cool. Oh, uh, I'm in love with Kalena. Uh, yeah, I, I, I is, know, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. is cool. Uh, there is no third uh, commander. I'm sad that, you know, we didn't get... It's gonna stay there in the place where Ludovic should be, but uh, he's not. Th those two can actually go hang out. Yeah, but Kalena is cool just because of the part where it says draw a card. Uh, yeah, and I mean, she enables morphs. No other commander before except for Animar enable morphs in this way. Problem with Animar, of course, was, you know, once you're out of gas, just creature-wise, when you put them all in play, you're out of gas. This uh, fixes it. And plays more in a line where morphs are supposed to, which is control. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, Naya has cool commanders. And deck, uh, on its own, needs a bit of tweaking and you're fine. So that's cool. And we have already discovered a bunch of compos with the with the egg lady, and that's cool. So, since you're already uh, talking about upgrading, we mm -hmm. already had our ideas of upgrading the decks. Hey, so wanna st you start with one deck, then I'll hit the other? So, since you're already uh, talking about the Naya one, so um, we the upgrade for the deck is uh, just uh, ignore the ignore all the commanders except for Atla Palani. So Atla Palani is the and. All you have to do is uh, take out, well, it doesn't actually have any lockets, but you take out all the other, like, you put in signets, of course, all of the signets you can, you put in all of the talismans. Yep. So it's a really straightforward upgrade. You put, you put in, like, a couple of uh, dorks, like Lanawar Elves, uh, the Avacyn's Pilgrim. Yeah, the bunch. And the bunch, you know, Birds of Paradise. Okay, Birds of Paradise is, like, I would say it's a non-budget upgrade, but Unless it's a real good up upgrade if you have the card from... Like, okay, see, um, Birds of Paradise would be an amazing reprint. Yep. They're in not... In both blue, in both green decks. They're not super money cards, but they're staples in all formats that, like, exist. Mm -hmm. Except standard, because they're afraid of... I mean, of course they are. So you get the usual, you know, uh, dorks to accelerate your... to accelerate the deck... Uh, you take out all the lands that enter the battlefield tapped, and you yep. put in basic lands. That's the best, like, that's legit yeah. the best upgrade I can uh, say. Also, speaking of uh, mana, you mentioned talismans, right? Yes. People go and get talismans from the Modern Horizons now. They're super cheap right now. Get them. They're super cheap and they're not gonna be reprinted. Nope. If ever. Like, at least not in the next four years. I mean, at least next year minimum. Yeah, maybe Minimum. next year we'll get them in Commander if Commander oh. will still be a thing. <laughs> the poison Commander. <laughs> oh, and all this, all this populate nonsense, you're not gonna need any of that. So, what you do is you go in, uh, you put in a bunch of bulky creatures, and Big that's why, that's why I actually would suggest not putting dorks in the deck. I was just actually against putting dorks in this deck and use cards like uh, Cultivate, Rampant Growth, uh, and things like that. Explosive vegetation. I'm still on the play both of those things. I'm not, because we're planting eggs. And those eggs become big boys. We don't want no dorks getting out of the eggs. How do we? Uh, Niksha, if our plants go the way we want them to, we're gonna have all the big we all the boys in the don't room. want our eggs becoming dorks, okay? Okay. So that's why we're also going to include um, Trostani's uh, Selvala Stampede. Because it's mm -hmm. the best card. Isn't that a bit unbudgety? 
uh the foil ones aren't like they're super uh you can go check the price but i'm 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 betting like a dollar dollar uh you keep on talking while i'm doing the research uh and if you're playing on Magic the Gather, uh, if you're play playing MTGO, then uh, oh. Salvella Stampede is even better because you pull out all the creatures from because reasons. Because, we, oh, because... Uh, t two euros, nice. See, it's it's not a pricey card, and it's super cool. You put in your uh, big cards from your hand, you put your big cards from your deck, and depending on how many big creatures you're playing, I would maybe suggest uh, revisiting an old friend of mine, Lurking Predator. Ha! <laughs> I mean, Nick, anybody besides you should play that card. Yeah, because the, the worst, worst luck. luck would... It's like, okay, people play five spells, I reveal like three lands and two sorceries, and then I my turn, I draw as a... I draw a turn. Huh. Yay. Yeah. About those lurking... Uh, you know what's also a card that's cheap, but you should be playing in your deck? Uh, the Samut from Amonkhet. Yeah. Samut is cool because she gives Atla Palani haste. And... Your big dudes that are not dorks. Yes. It gives your big dudes haste as well. Yes. Mm, okay. And also, she she can untap your uh, Atlapalani and tap her. Mm -hmm. You can tap to make another deck. Yep. And she has flash. Hmm. So, um, uh, so now we get to the some. We're gonna play some combos in the deck just so we can you know end games at some point. So, uh, one combo revolves around a bit pricier card, and that's Kozilek. Uh, the first Kozilek, mm -hmm. uh, Butcher of Truth. So you're gonna need Kozilek, Butcher of Truth. You're gonna need Inferno Titan, or any creature that has, when it enters the battlefield, or when it dies, it deals damage to people. And you're gonna need Rune Stalactite. Rune Stalactite, Stalactite is an equipment that gives plus one, plus one, and gives all creature types. Also Mirror Entity. So, it goes like this. You have Atla Palani, you equip her with uh, rune stalactite, very important. Mm -hmm. And then you play mirror entity and activate mirror entity for zero, um, a uh, roughly a bajillion times. And what's gonna happen is, uh, mirror entity turns them into zero zero creatures with all creature types, so they're eggs. And Atla Palani is always a one one because of the equipment. So she will never die. Your eggs, however, will pretty much die all the time. So you go through your deck, you get your uh, you get your Inferno Titan, he pings people. You, he dies, he goes into Kozilek. Kozilek dies, he shuffles your deck back. He shuffles your graveyard into your deck. And, you know, you keep on going. Until all the triggers uh, fade. Or, you know, you just basically say, "I, you're all dead. Um, so that's combo number one. Mm -hmm. Combo number two is you have Atla Palani, you have Thornbite Staff. Uh, you equip it to Atla Palani because she's a shaman, so... Uh, and you need, uh, Ashnod's Altar. Yep. You sacrifice an egg to Ashnod's Altar, you get two mana. You get a dude? You get a dude, and you pay those two mana to tap Atla Palani to make an egg. You sac the sacrifice that egg, your Atla Palani untaps, and you have those two mana from that egg, and the dude, and you can do it any, any number of times. Uh, that's why, actually, the Samut is important. Yeah, it also Samut... Samut, and then you can also play um, the red... The red? The red guy. Oh, there's a bunch of guys who give... Uh, the, the, the red legend, what, what are you? Praetor, the red Praetor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which nobody likes. Oh, he's cool. He is cool. He makes uh, he's people just... go vroom, vroom. Yeah, he's not game-breaking as all the other ones. So, yeah, he, and he's not, he's like, actually... That's the second combo. And then there's another combo, 
you just play Kiki Jiki and then, and then... yeah, <clears throat> I mean you get uh, village bell ringers. You also get uh, those other concept discovers. I don't think I'm missing anything. I mean, uh, uh, village bell ringer actually uh, no, no, works no. with Atapolani <laughs> by itself. There is another uh, thing we're missing. The what's the name of the tree that came in the Sultai deck? Comes into play, uh, Greto Guardian. He also composed with uh, Kikijiki. But, you know, you don't have to actually do that, because we're decent human beings. Uh, Niksha, Great O Guardian untaps Atla. I know, but I'm talking about the Kikijiki part. Oh, well, uh, if we're playing combos with her, might as well. Yeah, but kiss the price here. Uh, yeah, Kikijiki is it's still on the cheap side, currently. So, that's basically the idea. I would go with uh, Atla Palani, just, mm-hmm. you know... Big buff dudes. You don't need dorks because you get big buff dudes with your eggs. Also, nesting dragon. It makes eggs. Hey. Uh. Okay. So what? What's your deck? Uh. Let's start with let's say the faceless menace upgrade. Mm-hmm. So first thing I did, uh, screw all those coming to play tapland. <laughs> of course. I ha- I had to play with them on the tournament. I wanted. Holy crap. Uh. By the way, I'm playing 34 lands in this. Uh. Why are you playing only 34 lands in? Uh, my average CMC is uh, 298, basically 3. Akadani uh, is making these things cheap. Uh, and you're I'm... playing a bunch of cards that uh, that give you more mana. I'm coming to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that <laughs> I make, I'm playing cards that make things cheaper. Like Ugin. Ugin makes things cheaper. Ugin does color. really make things yeah. cheaper. So, uh, you know what's also a thing I just found out today? I remember today I could play. By the way, if you have this card, could you give it to me? Mystic Forge. Oh, the Mystical Pizza Oven. Yes, Mystical Pizza Oven that got restricted. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, it turns out you can play Morphs on the top of your deck as Morphs with the Mystical Pizza Oven. You can? Yes, because you need to announce uh, the spell you're casting. And the spell the... is actually colorless. Yeah, that's that's another uh, trick you can do. If you have Phyrexian Altar, you can use Golos's ability by sacrificing Golos. To pay for his ability. Yeah, because they need to announce everything. And then... Yeah, <laughs> that's super cool. Uh, so you get to play things like Ugin. You, if you want to play, but it kind of kills the cool effect. Uh, the the future site, a ball as a citadel. You can play that. You can just play three, 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 three. If you have enough uh, morphs, uh, you have to play things that give your creatures flash. But you really need to because uh, Cadena says on each turn. So you can just you know put. Creatures on their end steps into play, draw a bunch of cards, getting more things to play. And think uh, one of the best things to do with that with is Vivian, the champion of the wilds. Mm-hmm. Super cheap, and it's useful planeswalker to have because both abilities are good. Yep, one gives you protection while the other gives you fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Teferi, the Major Zafir. And uh, because, and this is going to be a cheap one, I think, Tasa, the god of the sea. Oh no, she's expensive, apparently. Oh what yeah, gods are expensive. What the hell? But uh, any way to make your creatures unblockable, because you have a bunch of uh, saboteur effects on, on your uh, morphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, th- I don't know how realistic is, is it for me to watch the prices of the the morphs right now, because a bunch of them are currently inflated because of the deck. Mm-hmm. In approximately a month, it's gonna be cheap. All of them, this is gonna be cheap. Exeter is gonna be cheap or cheaper. Well, so because he's like too expensive now. Too much. Now. Too much. Uh, a thing you need to play is, of course, uh, Brian Elemental with a certain uh, sh- shapeshifter. 
Vesuvian shapeshifter. I know. Yeah. Uh, because you play morphs. Let's think. This is not the most competitive strategy. You will not, in fact, you know, just win with smacking people with your stupid morphs. A thing you will do if you lock everybody out, sooner or later you'll crush them. Uh, you need to play a couple combos, and everything else is a good mana ramp, bunch of orcs, a uh, bunch of instants to actually, you know, kill things, counter spells, because you need to. A uh, shirt summons in the deck so you can get your combos. Uh, Beastmaster's Ascension, also important card. You have to make your morphs actually. And you will actually get super fast to, do, to that number of uh, counters. Mm -hmm. And let's see if I have any other sweet tech. I don't think I actually have anything that out of the order. A uh, thing that you should be playing uh, though, but it's super expensive so don't get it, is uh, Sensei's Dividing Top. Yeah. Uh, suit saying should be good. Oh no, that's also rising in price. Even though suit saying is bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you're not gonna be sucker and buy Ixidor right now, and wait a bit, you can upgrade this deck quite cheaply. Because most of the things that are good in this deck are stupidly cheap. Because they're morphs. Yeah, because who gives a shit about morphs? Honestly, <laughs> I shouldn't be giving this much of a shit about morphs, but I'm a sucker for it. I'm an old player, I loved this uh, way before, so I'll be playing it. Judge me if you want. Um... So my my next uh, upgrade, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to call it an upgrade. It's a, it's a completely it's new deck deck. <laughs> it's not an upgrade, definitely. I can't even say if it's an upgrade to the base deck. But we're using the commander, uh, the, the 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 jazz guy, the what's her name? Savian. Uh, Savian. Is that right? Uh, I think so. It's Savian. I'll say whatever. So, like I said, we're going to go with the unkillable. The quote literally unkillable end quote because Don't we we know it's, you're not literally unkillable but you know figuratively but it sounds more cool when you say literally unkill. You say I'm literally unkillable. Somebody pulls out the gun. Yeah. You're so like, oh, no. what we do with the deck is we we ditch everything. Nice, <laughs> best upgrade ever, guys. <laughs> Forget about that flashback stuff. We're not gonna do that. We did it. Sevin Sevin has this ability where it says. Uh, can't be dealt combat damage. It can't be dealt damage. What is really good with that? I know, Pariah. Pariah says that uh, it's an enchantment aura, the enchant creature. All damage that will be dealt to you is dealt to enchant instead. Nice. We got we got that going. Uh, there is also Pariah's shield, which is an equipment and does the same thing. So that is our way of getting rid getting rid of damage. Uh, next up we have some creatures like uh a. Aegis of the Gods mm -hmm. gives you Hexproof. Uh, Archetype of Imagination will be using that later on. So it uh, creatures you control have flying, creatures your opponent control lose flying and can't have or gain. Okay. Uh, could you say this is a secret uh, tool that will help us later? Yay. We have Avicen Angel of Hope because making your stuff uh, indestructible really makes you unkillable. Uh, Bastion Protector so the, to give your commander indestructible. Of course, because we don't want our commander to be damnation, right? Or hexed. <coughs> <clears throat> Clever impersonator to copy our stuff that makes us unkillable, so your opponents have to waste more. Felidars to Sovereign to actually win the game at some point. Wait, we're winning the game? Wow. We, at some point, we have to win the game. Holy crap. Uh, Fountain Watch. It gives artifacts and enchantments you control uh, hexproof. It's a nice. five mana card. Okay, Indomit Indomitable Archangel also gives your artifacts Shroud on Metalcraft. Kira, again, it protects your stuff. 
leveling opponents protects yourself. Linvala stops your pe stops other people from doing broken stuff. That's also That's important. Yes. That's another way to make you unkillable because Ballista can't kill you then. <laughs> Magus of the Moat. Well, he says creatures without flying can't attack. Guess, guess what? Your creatures have flying because of archetype of imagination. Your opponents literally can't attack. They cannot. Uh, Magus of the Tabernacle because we're not gonna have that many creatures, but other people might. So let's cut down on their fun. Uh, Padim Council of Innovation because giving your artifacts hexproof makes them easier, makes them harder to kill, and makes in and in return makes you harder to. Phyrexian Metamorph again redundancy. Platinum Angel because you know can't you can't you literally can't lose the game. Well, Platinum Angel uh, isn't. Are we field. being a uh, young white girl on a uh, on spring break and we cannot even? Uh, no, no, no. That's for your opponents, because Void Winnower is in the deck as well. Oh my god, he is. So your opponents can't even. Oh, they are the White Girls. Yes. Spirit of the Hearth. You have Hexproof. What else to say? Also, it's a big flying cat. Spirit. <laughs> Come on. It's a big flying cat. Props. Uh, Stormtide Leviathan. What does he say? Creatures without flying or island walk can't attack. Hey. Um, true Believer gives you Shroud. They, they, they just can't. Okay. That's our creature package. Um, our enchantment package can go around with Axis of Mortality, so we can actually, at some point... Because it also works really well with Angel's Grace. Because Angel's Grace says that you can't lose the game. And damage that would reduce your life total to less than 1, reduce it to 1 instead. Oh. So you can still uh, pay life, you can still lose life, and what you can do is Axis of Mortality, you want to switch your and somebody else's life total, you play Angel's Grace in response, and then somehow, I didn't include any ways to do this, but at some point I will, because the deck is still prototype. You reduce your life to zero by paying that life. Like, there's that um, from New Phyrexia, that shark thing that for a Phyrexian blue gains unblockable. Mm -hmm. So you can like pay two life and just go to zero, and then somebody else is at zero, and you're at full health. And because of uh, Angel's Grace, you literally can't lose. So somebody else loses instead of you. That's good. And if they respond, and, and and if they concede in response, then you shouldn't play with those people anymore. Because they're uh, blind obedience. It just slows people down. Also, yeah, gives us a way to actually, at some point, maybe win the game. Maybe with ex extort, uh, copy artifact, redundancy. Astrid's Invocation, Redundancy, Form of the Dragon. Again, creatures without flying can't attack you. Honestly, the biggest props to Form of the Dragon, it's cool. Also, it's cool. You 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 become a dragon. I mean, Rawr. and then you just shoot people for five. Super cool. Greater Auromancy, because no, no touching your stuff. You can also use Clever Impersonator to become copy of Greater Auromancy, so your stuff literally can't be touched imperial mask because you know no just don't the, no 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 touching just look ivory mask does the same thing i mean most of these cards you can do without them i'm just talking about how to make yourself not die we have also leyline of sanctity recently reprinted super cheap uh, para, uh we have pendril mist that does the same thing as uh magus of the tabernacle but it's a bit pricey so we can also use phyrexian unlife with um that other thing uh what's it 
In Jesus Grace? On life with the... You can't gain... Uh, solemnity. Solemnity, yeah. You have the Phyrexian on life solemnity combo. Again, you can't die from taking damage. Solitary confinement, because all the reason we talked about. The only problem is you don't have any of card advantage, uh, but okay. Oh, uh, here's this interesting one. Spiritual Asylum says for four mana, two and the two white, creatures and lands you control can't be the target of spells. So creatures and lands you control have shroud, and when a creature you control attacks, sacrifice spiritual spiritual asylum. You're not. You're not. Your your plan is not to attack. Okay, that's mm -hmm. not your primary plan. Onto the artifacts, we have Eternity Vessel, so that even when all everything else uh, fails, you just play a land and get back to a healthy life total. Uh, Orbs of Warding, you get Hexproof. And Ballista can't kill you, even if you lose Hexproof somehow. If a creature would deal damage to you, prevent one of that damage. So, there you go. You can't die from infinite uh, cats from uh, Kigijiki. And you can't die from... Um, I don't know what... Oh, from uh, the the legendary fungi. Uh, yeah. He can't Either kill you. Either that, you can't die from uh, uh, Blood Artist. He deals damage. He does damage. Uh, the Zulopokatrut is loss of life, I think. Oh, you also have Hex. Okay. Yeah, but But generally. if you don't have Orbs of Warding, then maybe you have Urza's Armor that prevents one damage whenever a source would deal damage. Why isn't Urza's Power Armor? <laughs> Why isn't it Urza's Power Battle Armor? Power Battle Armor Mech uh, 3000 Ultimate Edition. Of course, we have Sculpting Steel, Backup uh, Redundance, and Witchbane Arm Redundance. Uh, some Planeswalkers that are, might be useful are Elspeth Knight Errant, but only her minus 8, so good luck with that. Gideon of the Trials, again, he says you can't lose the game. Karn, the great creator, because you can't play Oof in the deck, and also you want to use your artifacts. Kasmin uh, Enigmatic, Enigmatic Mentor protects your dudes. And Teo, the shield mage, protects you. Hey! Uh, we have Angel's Grace and Teferi's Protection, so you, again, you can't lose. Uh, and we have one source for now, one sorcery that actually makes you win the game. It's Banefire. Oh god. So why Banefire? Because it can't be countered. So what you want to do is, you want to get to a point where you can Banefire one person and just throw them out of the game with that way. Then, you have to somehow give your Banefire flashback... And then with Savine as your commander, you get rid of the other two players. Two other chumps. Yep. And, well, that's all I have for the deck. So, the plan is not to die, to make your best effort not to die, and then use Banefire through a very convoluted mechanic to actually, you know, finish off three people. Because it can't be prevented and it can't be countered. So? So, if you're... So, for instance, let's say... Your opponent has somehow generated 60 Urza's armor. Guess what? Banefire don't care. Banefire gonna kill you. So, one question. Uh, we took our deck that's like 40-50 bucks, right? Out of the box. And now we're gonna go, go and do your thing and upgrade it. How much will this upgrade cost? Um, well... Um, it turns out when I was just going through, searching for cards to this build, I was just putting them in. I didn't care about the cost, but apparently just the 440, 48 cards are gonna cost you about $300. Nice. But they include cards like, um, you know, Avid's in England, that's $30. Copy Artifact is like $30. You know, those kind of cards. You, you can, you can 
live without them. Um, so it's more of a deck tech than upgrade, but I, I would call it an upgrade. Some people call might crap. call it a downgrade because you don't do anything, but that's kind of... Oh, if you want another win condition, I mean, win. Of course, you can play Divine Intervention and then just cause a draw. Is that a win? That's all. So, you're getting uh, deck upgrades, you're getting deck text in this video, you're getting uh, talks about, you know, Commander, how to upgrade it. You're getting everything in this podcast. We're the best. Clearly the best. And we still have one more deck to upgrade. Holy crap. What, what is this podcast? Uh, I'm being best? just like the people playing against your deck and I cannot even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what we le have left is the Merciless Rage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that deck, uh, you shouldn't be actually playing Anya Falconrat as your commander for this deck. Chainry is the obvious best one. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, mana, a bunch of your lands are gonna be, you know, uh, basics. Because they're cheap and you're two colors, so you don't need that many, uh, you know, non-basic lands. And if you're playing a bunch of non-basic lands, you bet my main man, Magus of the Moon, is here. Uh, the idea for this deck, basically, just get uh, Kikijiki and the Conscripts in the, uh, out. That's the way we win. But we get to play uh, such cool cards as, you know, Felon of the Third Path, because we wouldn't he? He's cool for this deck, because you're going to be discarding a lot of cards. Uh, we can play uh, things like uh, Razaket, Vilis, Void Winner, All Big Winners, uh, Flayer of the Hatebound, because mm -hmm. he's going to work with anything you play from the graveyard. <laughs> I mean, imagine just reanimating uh, Void Winnower. Now that's a lot of damage. Just smack somebody for 11. Uh, God forbid you give him uh, uh, Undying some. Well, you can even then use uh, Phyrexian Juggernaut, but that card's kind of... Plus, uh, I think that Winnower is better than... Uh, you should be playing things like Living Death, of course. You play anything you can to reanimate. Enemy Dead, Apprentice Necromancer, Beacon of the uh, un uh, Unrest, Buried Alive. Exhume, Felden, Get, because you get him in the deck. Necromancy, Reanimate, Tortured Existence is good in this deck. And all the Cathartic Union type of cards. Uh, Glintor Buccaneer might actually ki kill people. Yeah, he uh, doing one damage. Mm -hmm. uh, Null Brooch. Uh, we both have a secret love for this. Also Null Profusion. Because you'll be playing a lot of cards, and you'll be actually discarding cards, and you'll be saying, oh no. Uh, this deck is much more straightforward than the Convoluted things you made. <laughs> uh, by the way, all of the uh, decks are on our uh, Tepta profile. So you, I mean, can actually you, see you actually have uh, made two decks, while I have yes. a list of cards and deck, because <laughs> yeah, I, I, made, I generally I made don't use Tepta out, so I'm not using I it. I do. I use it a lot, but uh, you have it on my profile. Uh, also think Archwind of Ifnir. Here is A. It's a murder machine. You get to kill Eldrazi with this guy. That is pretty dope. And deck itself, let's see what's actually the pri the price tag for this deck. Well, it says uh, around 200 bucks, which is, I mean, I didn't include things like Blood Crypt in Wait, for your, there's yeah. one land that you might want to consider you. Uh, which? Uh, I can't remember what's it, what it's. Alchemist Refuge? Oh. Uh, from Tarkir. It, yeah. You pay two mana and tap it, you gain one life for each colorless creature you. Oh. It's cute. It's giving you some, give you some life, and that sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, random question: Do you have an alchemist refuge that you could no. spare? Damn it, because I can't find mine. Well. Oh well, we'll think of that later. It's fine. So yeah, I went much uh, more straightforward with these two decks. Uh, you're not playing. By the way, oh, speaking of faceless menace, you're not 
playing all the morphs you can, by the way. Uh, I'm playing like 20 of them. Yeah, you, you don't want to play all the morphs, you want to play all the morphs that are kind of okay. Like, because a bunch, like, bunch of morphs are garbo. Like what I do with scarecrows, I don't actually make a scarecrow tribal, I put in 14 scarecrows and then I reuse them. And then people die. Well, not people, but they're permanent. Uh, that kind of causes people to die. Uh, Tess wishes she could die and you destroy her permanent. What's wrong with the shrink permanent? They're just permanent. Well, the thing is, she likes having her permanent. A lot of people do. Except for uh, aristocrat players, they don't. That's why they sacrifice them time. Uh, Tess is actually correcting me. She doesn't wish her to die. She wishes you to, you to die. I mean, join the club? Uh, he says join the club. Uh, but, yeah, you just... Play the best card. The thing is, you play more. A bunch of them are not that good, actually. Yeah. Eh. What I mean, you they're got? morphs. They're mo that's the thing. You they're morphs. You didn't sign up to play good cards though when you're playing morphs. Also, there are morphs in other colors, so you're kind of missing. Uh, but how many of them are actually Avacyn? Not Avacyn. Uh, Akroma. Yeah, I, I I really don't know, and I really don't care. Care enough it's, to it's check out. It's fine to say you don't care. Nobody cares about morphs as much as I do. <laughs> but yeah, these were the upgrades for the decks, and apparently a deck deck, a really wild deck. So what's next, Nixon? Something important happened today? Uh, yeah, something really cool happened today. And it was, um, they made an emergency errata to Hogak. Uh, the, the one they suggested. You can't cast this spell because it's banned in modern. Hey, hey. I read this, uh... A bit by bit, what is what are the bandkits? So, let's go over. So, August 26th, 26th. Banners announcement standard. Rampage for Rossidon. Hooray! Hooray for another. Modern. Hogak, Arisen Necropolis, banned. Uh, oh, wow. Mm. They, they just didn't even put in. Uh, so, okay. Hogak, Arisen Necropolis, banned. Faithless Looting is banned. Stoneforge Mystic is no longer banned in modern. Hey! Shout out to Vince, aka Pleasant Kenobi, on the internet. Uh, so, uh, I just r realized that they that they've written Hoge Charisen Necropolis banned. Uh, for Stop. the others, they said the Faithless Looting is, is banned. banned. No, just banned. Like Hoge Hoge banned. Hoge banned. No ban. Hoge banned. No play. And surprising for me, surprisingly, Vintage Karn the Great Creator is restricted. Mystic Forge restricted. Mental Misstep. Restricted. Golgari Grave Troll. Restricted. Uh, do you want some background for these and bands? Fast Bond is unre. So yeah, do tell. Uh, Karn and Mystic Forge go to hand in hand. Super, uh, these two things shouldn't be out, uh, you know, in uh, four copies of each. When you have a Mishra's Workshop still being four of each. A Mishra's Workshop and Mystic Forge shouldn't be together in four of because <laughs> the shop's deck that uh, had problem with card advantage no longer has problem with card no advantage. Longer had any, no problems at all. It became too consistent, and that was a bit of a problem. And uh, when you got the whole engine going, uh, playing card and getting uh, the lattice not a problem. So that's that. A mental misstep. It's been on a chopping block for a good while now. They just finally decided to do it because it stops too many things and the decks. Uh, you have to play too, too cautiously all mm -hmm. the time. That's fine. Uh, Golgari Grave Troll, because of the London Mulligan, I think they decided to go with that. Because I didn't read the, uh, the explanations, by the way. I'm just going with what I know from Vintage. And Fast Bond, uh, 
not really doing anything. Oh. You really can't do anything that broken with, with fast bond these days. Okay. You, you have some cute combos, but you know. And now to the more important announcements. So, what can we actually expect now that Rampaging for us is on... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm just okay, kidding. Okay, l- l- let's be serious. Okay. Uh, modern, modern. So, Hogak Arisen Necropolis is banned. So, they actually did it. Even though they thought they weakened the deck by banning Bridge, it turns out they that... Did. No, actually having an 8-8 on turn 2 with Trample is still kind of good. Kind uh, of hard to deal. Uh, uh, anecdote, anecdote about that one. I was watching uh, the Vegas coverage of the GP. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the whole player goes to 5. Master 5, right? Uh, then the player uh, casts Inquisition of Kozilek on that guy. He's now on uh, f- basically 4 cards. Turn after that, he has 16 power in play. Oh, okay. Oh, you thought that me, you know, being on 5 and then you stripping my best card from my hand was gonna stop me. No. I'm playing Hogak. 16 power, die. That's why the Hogak got banned. It turns out when you put basically this is free on a card, it's going to break when things. When an 8-8 Trampler is free, yeah. Uh, if he was just an 8-8, it wouldn't have been this. Or, you know, if he didn't have Convoke. Oh no, if he had both of those things, you would still play him, but, uh, you know, you just uh, ban Alter Dementia, ban the... From below, he's not a threat because he's you can an 8-8. Chomp him. Yeah, you can chomp him for days. The uh, what is the name? The hardened skills deck. Mm-hmm. It would just la- laugh at this. Yeah, here one once for days. Nice, but with trample, he has to zero mana to uh, eight eight with trample. Okay, so yeah, Hogge kind of deserved the ban because he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And Together with him, Faithless Looting is not... Womp womp. Uh, one man of Drotty cards, kind of good. Yeah, turns out that having Brainstorm in Modern, kind of pretty good. Almost. Almost Brainstorm. So, Faithless Looting being banned means that the graveyard-based decks now got a hell of a lot less... Con- so, Phoenix, Dredge, any kind of Hogak deck. Uh, Mono Red Phoenix especially. I think that Mono Red Phoenix might not even be a thing anymore. I was gonna say Mono Red what? Uh, because Is it Phoenix still has uh, Is it Charm? Yes. But you know, paying two mana. Uh, so that deck might still be a thing. Only you know, no turn two double Phoenix all the mm-hmm. way across the sky. Uh, no turn one Phoenix. Turn one double Phoenix. Oh no! That happened. And so, yeah, general nerf to graveyard decks. Like, they need wait like a turn or more to start. This might slow down the format. I think it's gonna for at least a turn. I mean, having one more turn in modern is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of them a lot more decks, a lot more like blue white control. Oh, poor blue white control. And we suddenly got four more sideboard slots. Hooray! Because who needs who needs um, and leyland? Who needs the black leyland? I mean, you can play two leylands and two gravdigger's cages because you can stop neoform now more efficiently. Well, your neoform you... is apparently yes, but now you can actually dedicate cyborg to stop that because mm-hmm. you can actually put stupid gravdigger's cages without any you know guilt because mm-hmm. you will not be seeing every game. A whole... Uh, and one of my friends, he was uh. When he joined, when he returned to the game, like, 
couple of, a couple of some time ago. He jumped on the eight rack train. Oh yeah, a metal culture. And recently he decided to abandon it because he just didn't really like the deck anymore. Because he disliked how the the deck basically did the same thing over and over and over again. There weren't really any major decisions that he as a player had to decide between. Except like, do you discard this card or this card? Well, that's about it. That's all his interaction. That's how all his... So he went on and jumped. So he's getting rid of a bunch of his uh, 8 rec cards. And he's jumping on the Grixis Death Shadow. And he joined the Discord. And now he told me that once this band, uh, this, once these cards were banned, people were like rejoicing, like, uh, Grixis Death Shadow is back. Completely gone. I, I, I really don't. It's a super strong deck that just stopped existing. Hogak, maybe? Probably. Fe oh, Hogak also Phoenix. Hogak stopped through a lot of things from happening. <laughs> also Phoenix. It just kills them. Yep. It, like, Oh wow, you pain yourself for 12? Okay, no. good game. Die. So Grixis Death Shadow is back and he's super hyped now. And um, Stoneforge Mystic is unbanned. Uh, what is Stoneforge Mystic going to do for modern? Uh, well, it's going to raise the price of Call Against Command. Definitely. It was already expensive. But, but you know, the Call Against Command now kills Stoneforge In modern. And... Destroys the batter and god. So Stoneforge Mystic on being unbanned. Okay, fair. Uh, finally, like finally. Mm -hmm. But I don't expect it to actually that much. Except you no know, Cobblade now back in. You mean what I said many months ago? It's still not gonna do a thing. Uh, it's probably still not gonna do a thing. Or so either it's not going to do a thing, or Jace is gonna get banned again. Yay! <laughs> so one of those things is going to oh, happen. Honestly, if it's problematic again, just ban Stoneford. No, 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 Jace. Honestly, what has Jace been doing wrongly the last bunch of months? No, he's lately? been holding a candle to to a certain five mana. Play. Yeah, but that certain five mana you play one in the deck while Jace are still. Yeah, but you just need one. That's the thing. Pretty much. You know when that one lands? Yeah, I win. Mm, but. Anyways, yeah, Snowforge Mystic being unbanned, okay, Death and Taxes might run it, might, because they're still your own catchy, it's a cement. And honestly, Cobblade might be a thing, Cobblade might start being a thing, and I'll see what it leads, but uh, banning Faithless Looting is actually really big, mm -hmm. really, really big. It weakens a lot of decks, it, it forces them to play Cathartic, so it's a full turn slower. And just slowing down modern, I, I'm okay with that, because, uh, you know... It, it needed it. Hmm? I, it really needed it. Yeah, maybe it, now we can unban Splinter. Sure. <laughs> sure, why not? I was always up for that. I love, love Splinter between this deck. And uh, I was having certain fears that they might ban Karn, but then I was thought, well, they shouldn't ban Karn. They should ban Lattice, because mm -hmm. Lattice like is like... A bigger problem because but, lattice is just one card, while Karn actually allowed more decks to because it's a great card. Mm -hmm. But turns out uh, it's currently safe. It's currently not uh, such big of a problem. I mean, even Greentron went back to uh, tra more traditional without the wish, without the wishing Karns. Well, there are some uh, wish Tron, but the wi but the Karn is more in the or is it Tron? 
or is that um Eldrazi trance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, modern might be getting a bit better, or it might get a lot worse at some point until the meta game. Ah, it will. And now comes the best part of the next like month. People will be experimenting a lot with it, with decks. Yeah, especially now that Faithless Looting disabled a bunch of. Yeah. Like I was building the the Skelemental deck, and now the deck is a bit worse because you can't attack with double Skelemental turn. Mm-hmm. turn. But then again, that really wasn't the deck. But I mean, sure, it wasn't excellent to start. But I can still play the deck. I yeah. can still play my one mana seven six that discards a card from. Who needs Faithless Looting to discard me? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, exciting times ahead. Yay! And we have thrown a vote, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get a Renan 7. They'll... And we have one more quick thing to, think to talk about if we even need to. It's still coming. Uh, sure, next show what it is, I'll... Uh, so, um, another format as well is... Um, oh, made-up format, nice. Old formats are made up. But this is even more made up. <laughs> even more made up. Uh, we so, people who are made up are making up a thing that somebody else... So, let's go over these. Urza, Yuriko, Arachbo, Najila, and Teferi, all bandits. can still be part of another bandits. Time Twister, band. And they call these experimental changes. Zur, Edric, and Ryo. I mean, they're basically going with, uh, you know... We'll give you a couple months to play with this, see what happens, then if everything goes wrong, go back to the... They'll probably be because I think Yuriko, but un-Edric. Uh, Yuriko draws the cards and then kills you. But Edric draws a lot more cards. I know. Yep. Najila, okay, sure. It's almost... Najila is almost Edgar. Najila is super strong. Arachbo, oh no, it's just a... Yep. Because affecting the board from... That's not... Like, uh, affecting the board, not cool. But what was Big Teferi doing? I don't know. I don't follow the format. I just know that Urza was going to be banned as commander. Everybody knew man. Yep. Hooray. But, uh, you know, Erayo is also... I mean... Have fun. I think that Erayo is a bit more... Like, legit, uh, turn one, okay, your opponent can't play. Sure. And then you play Arcane Lab and you're fine. Yeah. Uh... Is that it? That's it. Do we have anything else to add? Well, we made it to 100 episodes. Let's hope. Easy. We are definitely looking to upgrading our experience. Um, actually, mm-hmm. uh, we hope to expand our content in such a way. Uh, let's hope we'll get more. Well, well, here's to another 100 episodes of uh, Decent Commandering. Hey! We should um, make ourselves that way. Chin- this uh, commandering podcast. Chin- yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're still the best creation commander podcast. The first and the only. I mean, I mean, we're still the best. I mean, definitely, definitely. the worst. But who cares? Shut we're up. the best. Fake it till you make it, right? Hell yeah. Uh, uh, here in the, uh, on Elder General Podcast, we we going in deep with them faking. Except with <laughs> fake cards. We don't do that. Nope. But yeah, this has been episode 100 of the Elder Dragon Doodle podcast. And that's already 100 episodes of the Ever Protecting. That's right. So the... obviously a good job because we did 100. Hell yeah. Uh, so the only uh, thing is not protecting us, which fortunately did not happen this time. And I did record all. I would body kill you. <laughs> Holy I... crap. I think we would actually end the podcast, not continue because Holy. of that. <laughs> I'm already salt in it. 
Yeah, uh, there is this button that says stop recording, so... Oof. Well, anywho, next time, the Emperor protects. Obvious. The blood of my brothers has been swallowed by the ground. Unbelievable insatiable thirst, the lights break. Tides once and rushes forth, my arms shake. I am swallowed by the storm surge. But I will turn from this, we will emerge from this. Ignore the confusion that slithers up our spines from this. Yet I'm the final dirge. Hear me! I command a standard, so will stand and face a chaos scourge. I come the days as to come, turn to a month now. Still with perseverance we race. Your body counts, you sense the pangs of pain. Know that I know your face. You know my whenever death is repaid. Burning past, just sanctioned by your chaplains. Line up every sight while I align the battlements. Ten thousand lights burn out in a blink. With a star wars, prepared to hold before this brink of the precipice. One light to wind with disaster. Decry the funeral song. One reason that you hold on. Show me the war, master! And those I fought were my brothers. After the packs and the bold. Edmonds I time now old. We hid ourselves in the dark. Foundation shook. Step out of the sunlight till we emerge. Luna wolves. Now we wait on our haunches. Coiled. Soon I will find my vengeance. Gets a despoiled. I can't forget the sight of them becoming poison. Suffering immaterial death. Fate unavoidable. Knife meets back. This brother means bloodshed. Return to give the double tap into the serpent's head. Backstab and turn. Go chain of command failures. Minute and lower zones as it cuts through your defenses. The tide turns again and not in our favor. My forces face the but not once do they waver And as the palace is breached I'll take what I can reach And for Avedon's throat Your life's beyond reproach By the despicable's hands Our hope is scattered like sand And every outcome I wanted Sits above the unhaunted Shadows are deeper still Burning my grave to fill Soon I will have all your heads! You should have taken with it! And I can still see their faces. Their trusting look led astray. Only blood can amend this.